I'm gonna go ahead and give you a little bit of a taste. Welcome to the Glass Pine Podcast. This is episode 15, and thanks for tuning in. In addition to a dish, we'll be discussing elusive, creepy-ass Men in Black. And I'll be making a classic Caribbean cocktail. So sit back, relax, and join us in the pint. You are in the pint! With Rick and Blake. And as always, what are you making over there, bud? Alright, man, I got a, I got a hell of a dish for it you this week. It looks like a lot of stuff. It's... So, <laughs> there's lots of plates. It's lots very of. involved. This dish is so involved that I started on it around 5.30-ish. That long ago? Yeah, so it's, uh, it takes a while to make. So um, I'll go ahead and drop it on you. It is beef tips. So it's, huh? a, it's, it's beef tips. <laughs> that takes a long time? Yeah, it, 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 <coughs> the name is short, beef tips. So it's only, what, two syllables, but... Uh, it, it's a long dish, actually. Is it because of how long it has to cook? Um, yeah, how long it has to cook? Because um, obviously, you're when you make beef tips, you use an off cut of meat, so you have to cook it down longer for it to be tender. So I started it earlier, but also it's kind of the way I make it is very particular and complex, and so I gave myself enough time because I didn't want it to suck. Wait, here's what you said. You said it's an off cut of beef. It's stew beef. So when what you go fuck? to uh, when you go to the grocery store, if you look in the beef section right next to the steak, there's usually a package of like small cut up cubed piece of meat pieces of meat that look like someone took a steak and just cut it up. Um, mm-hmm. It's sometimes labeled as beef tips, sometimes labeled as stew meat. Um, that's essentially what I used in here. So and is it like spam for steak? No, it's it's like basically whenever whatever they can't use. So it, listeners, correct me if I'm fucking this up, but I think it's it, Do you it's want me basically to look like too? it's basically like what. Let me explain it, and then you can look it up okay, and tell me how cool. how, no, you do, you how do much you. I fucked it up. You do you. Um, I think basically what they do is when they butcher like a, when they butcher a cow, they will cut what they want. They like the best cuts out in like the little pieces that are left on like the corners and shit. Like they'll cut off. I think this is probably close to the same cut as what's like on a traditional steak or like a sirloin, but I think it's probably like the edges of what they can actually sell like as a steak. You know what I mean? Like you got that little ugly part that's hanging off the back of a fucking T-bone. They maybe cut that off and put it in there or whatever. You know, I, I don't exactly. They're doing their knife work. They're doing their knife and they're, work. And they're kind of they're kind of like just rounding edges, but there's still some meat left in them. Exactly. They don't want to throw it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put it in a package all together, and it's called stew beef, stew meat. I'm not going to Google that. I think I believe you. It sounds and right. listeners, if you don't believe him, you can email him at... <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So beef Damn. tips. Yep. Aren't they usually smoked? That's tri-tip, dude. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I, dude, hey, man. It's a learning thing. I mean, We're all yeah. learning here yeah, yeah. in the pint. Yeah. So We need to do a smoking episode one day, though. Dude, that's going to be cool. a long one. That would be a video one, too. Yeah. Definitely. 
Well, it would be cut it. Well, I mean, not the whole time. Yeah, we have twelve to do, hour video. Yeah, listeners, yeah. you guys want to watch us for twelve hours getting fucking wasted? Oh, dude! Every time we smoke something, we get <laughs> dude. It gets too, wild. too wrecked. Yeah. Well, cool, man. You're making making beef. Uh, no. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a little bit of a taste to oh, see shit. what you think. I love tasting um, things. This is so. This is like a dish usually accompanied by some kind of like. Usually, I'll put it on something. Tonight, I'm gonna put it on rice. I haven't started the rice yet, but uh, so this oh. is like the sauce from the tip. Just, Just the, the tip. tip. Wow, we think Boom. alike. I hate that. There you go. It smells like uh, it smells like brown gravy that your mom used to make out of the bag. Oh wow. Okay. My mom. My, your mom in general. Oh, anyone. Your mom. Oh yeah, dude. What do you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. Good shit. That's got mushroom in it, don't it? It actually doesn't. Really? No. Dude, that's good. You like that? Yeah. Hell yeah. I do. How the hell did you make that? You don't, you don't want to talk about that yet, do you? I will. I'll elaborate. But I'm oh, you will? I'm not going to do it right this second. Okay, cool. You want to right, tell me what you're doing with your drink? No. Since, since I, I'm, I, I need another drink right now. so. Oh, you actually need another I drink. I need another drink. We haven't so. done the fucking cat's ups. We haven't done any. I know, but but we're doing things you're, a little differently this week. Okay, I, let's try this out, dude. All right, all right cool. listeners, we're trying some new stuff. Oh, shit, I'm peeking. We're trying some new stuff out. Uh, let us know what you think about it. The glassfirepodcast at gmail.com or Instagram. So, <laughs> tonight, we are going to, I'm going to be a bartender for Blake. And we are going I to can't be wait. making the Cuba Libre, which, my favorite, for us gringos, is basically a rum and coke. But in Spanish, it means <laughs> free Cuba. So anyway, guys, uh, I know it's going to be pretty simple, but I have a couple variations of this uh, drink that we're going to go. If As long as Blake can keep drinking, <laughs> he doesn't get too wasted, uh, we can keep making multiple kind of variations of this drink. My so. opinion on that is different than Sarah's opinion on that. But Well, she doesn't have to know until next week. That's so, true. Um, You're right. She can't even be mad at me about it. Um, oh, sorry. Don't mind me. Just essentially, I'm going to... So, just a couple of little little tidbits here, buds. Buds. Little buds. Um, the drink was created in Cuba in the early 1900s. I have a... I believe it on this one, but even listeners, even Blake, like... I feel like a lot of these drinks I've been making haven't originated before 1900. Haven't originated before 1900? Yeah. Like, yeah, what's the milestone? How's that possible? What's the milestone that happened around 1900 that made people just want to drink so much? Is it the Great Depression? That was 1930s. World War I was 1914. Spanish-American War was 1890-something. Damn, that's it, dude. Spanish-American War made people want to get drunk. Okay. Was that bad? I didn't know. It had to have been like technology or like, I mean, think technology, about that. Technology, What's the industrial revolution, right? So like. Well, that would be like 1850. I'm just saying like the, the, the technology to mass produce alcohol probably wasn't around until about that time. So that's probably, well, if you think about it, how much, how long alcohol has aged, bourbon would be maturing right about the time after the industrial revolution. So. There's always that. Yeah, I love your explanation. <laughs> shit, dude. So anyway, it originated in Cuba in 1900s. 
You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> that's a little bit. Uh, I am too, but damn, that was tough. Uh, so the reason why it became popular then is because that was basically the time that uh, Coca-Cola was bottled and shipped into Cuba. Into Cuba. Mm. Um, so being a rum and Coke, if you don't have Coke, here's the deal, guys. I was looking for the original recipe for this drink. <laughs> for the Cuba Libre, and it actually involved like brown sugar and soda water. Hell yeah. But I couldn't find the freaking mixture, so I couldn't make that one, guys. Mm. If y'all know about it, I don't know. Maybe you can send me the recipe and I can do it, you know, just offline. Me and Blake could try it and see how gross it is. Um, <clears throat> so, that's basically it. Uh, the Cuba Libre, the Free Cuba, is a slogan of the Cuban independence movement. We know how that went. <laughs> well that was earlier but anyway it doesn't matter um i'm not gonna get into it i know how to make this drink all right i've been doing it for a long time <laughs> i'm excited uh so guys I need, I need drink, this is so. oh can you put some ice in there yep fill that fill that thing up guys uh so you're gonna have a so here's another thing guys you know i know i'm all over the place but it's an iba official cocktail so I have no idea what that means, but we're gonna look it up real quick in the International there Bartenders Association oh. cocktail. What is it called? IB what? IBA. IBA. So I guess it's just a classic, you know what I mean? Bunch of Which nerds. Obviously, Bunch of nerds making drinks. Wow, man. <laughs> you have friends that are... Wow. Probably have a lot of we friends, have, dude. Yeah, we have a lot of friends that are bartenders. That's, that's cool. Hey, I still love you so, guys. Well... <clears throat> they don't love you as much. No, um, they do. So, obviously the big thing that's going to be in here is rum. So, I got Bacardi Gold. I also got another, a few other types of rum, but we're not going to use them yet. Blake, let me get that coat, bud. Hell yeah. You want uh, just a bottle? Oh, and guys, listeners, I'm taking care of my brother because... We're actually making shit cold I'm tonight. pretty am, dude. Oh, is this Mexican Coke, sir? Dodd. Woo! I am excited. Dougie, I treat you well, man. Oh, damn, son. So. Rick got the Mexican Coke. You can tell by that little white label that's on the bottom. If you don't have the white label, then you can fuck off. Here's my, uh, <laughs> here's my upvote Mexican Coke. No, we're not note, ready yet. Regular Coke. Yeah, regular Coke sucks. That shit sucks ass. Dude, what am I doing wrong? What are you doing there, dude? Trying to figure that thing out? Yeah, what am I doing wrong? Oh, uh, I turned it yeah, the wrong way. All right, so guys, here's what you need. Did you pop that open for me? I put the bottle open right oh, there, please, sir. Thank you. Yep. So obviously you're gonna need some rum. You're gonna need some Coke. You're gonna need, uh, how does this thing work, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dude, the most common. Dude, listeners, <laughs> I'm watching Rick try to figure out his way around a fucking bottle Shut up. right now. All right. It's pretty entertaining. I'm the bartender, dude. Where's my... Hey, can you give me my bronze uh, shot glass thing? Absolutely. So anyway, guys, I got the Bacardi Gold for this initial drink. All right. So let's be honest. Blake's fucking drunk. So uh, <laughs> you can pretty much add wow. as much rum into Blake's drink as you possibly can. <laughs> and he, he'd be fine. But because I want him to try the multiple variables as his bartender this evening, yeah. I'm only going to add like a, a two. A oh, two yeah. Ounce. There you go. So, first things first, though, guys, you're gonna need a lime. You're gonna roll it out. 
roll it out, right? What does that do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby told me to do it. <laughs> She's not wrong. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. So, anyways, here's what I'm going to do. You're going to cut a couple. You're going to cut the ends off. That knife's the shit, right? Oh, I love this knife, dude. dude. We talked about it on one of the episodes that yeah. didn't post. But, uh, guys, Openel uh, knives. Get one, because this thing's badass. French. So... You're gonna you're gonna cut a couple slivers, <clears throat> and by slivers I mean, what would you call that, Blake? That's a sliver. Sliver, yeah. right? That's a sliver. You're gonna do that, guys, just like that. This one's gonna be so for one for garnishment. Round a a lime round. A lime round, yeah. right? That's what I call it. And you cut a little piece out of it so it will sit on the side. And I did kind of fuck up already. <laughs> did you why well because all right guys it's fine dude it's fine it looks exactly like what i would expect <sighs> i don't like okay there, there, the goes, there, goes, there, goes, there goes there it goes there it goes there it goes there it goes okay cool so put the lime wedges that you just cut <laughs> lime wedge no lime you just shushed me that's funny <laughs> what do we do what do we call those lime slices? lime rounds lime rounds so put the lime rounds on the side you're gonna use one lime all right so you're gonna cut three pieces off of it little slivers and then the rest of it, you're going to squeeze onto the ice. Damn, dude. That looks fancy as fuck. Okay? Because <clears throat> for some reason, the lime infuses with the ice somehow, and it makes it... I don't know. I, dude, science. Science. Whatever. Then you're going to put the remaining lime wedge? Round. Round <laughs> on the edge <laughs> of the glass, right? It sounds how it looks. Yeah, this looks good, man. Yeah, it looks I think awesome. I'm doing pretty good. So for for a rum and coke, obviously, guys, this is like a dumb person's drink. I mean, you know, anyone can make it, but you know, we're trying to spice. <laughs> this it up is actually by request for me, and Ricky was like, "This is too simple." Yeah, and I was like, "Man, Blake I like me, it." Though. Blake bought me all this William Sonoma mixing stuff, and he's like making me a rum and coke, and I was like, "Damn," you know that that kind of hurt my feelings. But sometimes you just want one, though. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I dude. Blake's been to Cuba. Rick, maybe he's maybe, oh, dude, Cuba. Maybe we, he's feeling uh, his... We should have a Cuba, uh, like a Cuba episode, dude. That so, cool as fuck. two ounces of rum into this mixture. All right, and then what are you going to do, Blake? You're just going to top it, right? Coca-Cola, yeah. sir. You're just going to top it off with the Mexican Coca-Cola. Definitely get the Mexican Coca-Cola. Fuck the American Coca-Cola. I'm just going to say that. That shit sucks. American Coca-Cola sucks. Right ass. out there. All right, so... Guys, why did that fall off? I don't know. Probably because I cut it wrong. I'll fix that. No, I won't. Oh, it's still in there. It's good. Just there stop. we go. There we go. Anyway. Ooh, there it is. Look at this. Listeners, this looks That's what you do. So, guys, delicious. for your rum and coke, should I just do a brief? All right. Mm -hmm. Bacardi Gold uh, rum. You can get a half point. It, I mean, unless you're planning on getting fucked. Get a half point. Do a two-ounce shot. Or basically a double shot. Do get your Mexican Coke. They sell it at Walmart, guys. So yeah. it's not that hard to find. But it's delicious. And you're gonna do your little limey thingy I told you guys about, and that's how you make a rummy coke. Good, dude. How do you feel about it? And you didn't cheers me, but let's cheers now. Cheers, dog. Cheers. Slam it's, it down. Tastes like the ones I had in Cuba. Honestly. It's really good. I like it. It's so good. guys, is <clears throat> as fast as Blake can drink is as fast as I can make the next one. But don't, you know, don't hurt yourself. I'm not trying to chug it. It's just, <laughs> it's just really good. I know it's what you wanted, man. So, yeah. listeners, Blake Blake was craving this today. 
and I try to help him out. You know, he's, Thanks, man. I it's like the opposite that. of what he does to me. <laughs> so for the food, with the food, what so are you talking about? He's like, I've only made you. He's like, what do you me? hate? And I tell him, and then he's like, Yeah, that's what I'm gonna make. I only do that for you during Halloween. No, I mean, because that wasn't that was, was spooky. Anyway, man. so. Let's see how this rolls, man. We're trying something new, guys. Hopefully, y'all like it. Uh, I am actually going to be a bartender for the show. That's good, I man. Yeah, I don't know. You're a good bartender. Um, Later on, I'll tell you all my problems. <laughs> yeah. Dude, your, no? head's gonna be, your head's going to be laying <laughs> on the fucking table. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Uh, so, that's basically it, guys, um, for the drink. So, the dish. You want to talk about it a little bit? Or yep. I'll go into it. So, while Rick was making the drink, um, <clears throat> I started prepping like the uh, the accompaniment part of this dish, which is basically rice. This is some uh, good old Mahatma oh, man. organic white rice. That's the best. This is like the shit that when you're growing up in the south, you just it's pretty much the same style you eat all the goddamn time. Mahatma, damn, you yeah. gotta do the GD, huh? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's no, fine. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't really give a shit. Fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? I'm just kidding, dude. Yeah. Um, so that's the <laughs> accompaniment. Something about that type of rice has like this flavor to it that just kind of triggers this uh, feeling in my brain that's like takes me back home a little bit. You know, like it gives me like a real vibe, like home vibe type deal. Um, I don't know why, but so I like this type of rice um, a lot. And. I what I did is boil. Usually I just this is like one of the only things I just follow the directions on the package. So guys, don't throw the way don't throw away the package like I do normally. Mm-hmm. Um, read the package when you're doing something like rice or if you have to use like pasta that's in a bag or in a box, use the directions. But this rice um, had pretty sp- specific directions on cooking it, and and with rice like unlike pasta. I follow it pretty much to a T. I don't like undercook it like I do pasta. Like if pasta says 10 to 12 minutes, I usually do like 10 or like nine and a half. This I'll just do it like to a T because rice is rice. There's really no, you know, know. you're not going to hand roll a rice. It's it's broken down to its most basic element already. So don't feel bad if you have to buy buy rice in a bag. Yeah. Um, I don't know how else to get fucking rice. Dude, Unless have you, you ever go had, harvest it yourself? Here's a question: Have you ever had the spicy Mahatma? No, but it sounds good. Or the uh, the Spanish rice Mahatma? I've had the Spanish one. He's reading, guys. It's Sorry, hard guys. For him. Um, <laughs> somebody get the lid. His brain's doing double work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. Uh, okay, dude. So you just basically touched on the rice, but you know what we forgot to do, guys? Is the catsup? Blake, tell me about your freaking week. And a half? Um, it's been a it's been a little a uh, little bit of time, eh? Um, <laughs> eh. <laughs> yeah, this past weekend, man. Uh, me and Sarah just like, shit, we hung out. I'm trying to remember where we went food wise. Um, we went to a place called Rena, which was a new joint off the Belt Line that has like Mediterranean ish food. Um, like heroes? Nah, it's supposed to be like um. Did I say that right? Shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be like Tel Aviv street food, which is like, like the same that same general vicinity, like near the Middle East, like but it's like Israeli style. I don't know what the difference is, but it all t- to me, man, like 
It's hummus and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love. I love, dude. Like that type I of shit every day. is my shit. Every like, single day. Yeah. I love it. it. But it, like, it's so hard to tell. Like, they were like, they called it something, but it, honestly, like, it tasted just like all the other Mediterranean food I've ever had, which I love. So I don't know what the difference is, but um, it was good as hell. What was it called? Rena's? Rena. Rena? Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. So I, that was awesome, man. I loved it. What else have you done? Nothing? Uh, <laughs> I worked on Thunderbird a little bit this weekend. Um, that's about it. My battery died in my other car, so I had to jump that shit off. Dang. Um, oh, shit. We went to Auburn this weekend. Auburn, Alabama? Yeah, yeah. Went to Auburn. What? Yeah. What are you doing in Auburn? Went and hung out with my mom. It was a basketball game going on, and um, and we went down there. You know how fucking Alabama loves some goddamn sports. Uh, yeah. So there was uh, some crazy basketball Yeah, I game. love some sports. I hate talking about it, yeah. It was like Auburn versus LSU basketball, and like the oh, score was like 90-91, and Auburn won. So like That's every, cool. Everyone got were so you excited though? Lit. I was just there at the bar. Me and Sarah were at the bar like... We were like, let's go to a bar. So we went to a bar and like, there was just a million people in there watching the game, and like they were losing their shit so hard. We had no clue what was going on, but we knew when it got to like ninety ninety one and it was like overtime, it was a big fucking deal. Oh yeah. So when they won, like everyone went crazy and was like, just buying rounds of shots. So it got nuts. Is there a basketball team good this year? Hmm. <laughs> I, huh? What was that, sir? Uh, is there, Excuse me. <laughs> is their basketball team good this year? You know what? They're, dude, they're really good. Are they? We'll see. The real test is when they play Alabama this weekend. Do they really play Alabama this weekend? See, I'm talking like I know something about it. Oh, okay. I actually no, like sh- know nothing about it. I heard someone over Herbert heard someone talking about it. Cool. I didn't know you went to Auburn. Yeah. While you're just meeting your mom. Sorry, guys. Um, just kind of a little bit. Yeah, we met my mom and uh, her boyfriend Jody and. His daughter. Did she go to Auburn or something? She did go to Auburn. They live there and work there now. Okay, that's why. I was wondering, like, why the fuck you would just go to Auburn? I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad town. It's not a bad town. If I'm gonna go to a college town like that, just just to hang out, like solely for for the purpose of hanging out, where are you gonna go? I'm gonna go Athens because Athens is the Mm. shit. Where would you go? I'd probably go to Starkville. Mississippi. Mississippi? Okay, yeah. well, I meant like places that are <laughs> yeah, within driving I'm distance. I'm Athens. Okay. Athens all the way. Athens is the, Athens <laughs> yeah. is the shit. Yeah. That's back in the days when we used to play in bands. Yeah, dude. Athens <clears throat> is great. Um, we got the Georgia Theater. Shouts to the Georgia Theater. That's an upvote. If you guys like country music or Southern Rock, hit that shit. The 40 Watt, dude. The 40 Watt. Is it still open? Ah, I think it may have closed. closed. They might um, oh, also, this weekend, I went and saw Amanda Shires across the street. How was that? It was really good. Cool. I was hoping Jason Isbell would show up, but he did not. Mm. Damn. That's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, thanks. Oh, I was gone. Never mind. Right. Yeah. Right. Every time that's you it? say that, you're like, thanks for the invite. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's it, man. Damn, am I falling asleep? <laughs> you wake up. Listeners, I'm falling asleep a little bit. Uh... Is that it? Yeah, that's my catch up. done, dude. It's yeah. your cat's up. That's my cat's up. Yeah. Do you want my... Fu- I'm trying to think what my fuck no is. Auburn basketball. Uh, <laughs> I think probably like... Oh, man. 
we met some nice people in Auburn. They were they were cool. Um, but I will say there were a lot of douchey motherfuckers around. You're a douchey <laughs> motherfucker, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh man. I will just say like, ah oh, man, that that it's like it's almost like going to another planet. When you're like around college kids again, because you're well, like, well, dude, you're 35 years old. I know, old, I know. Like. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> what are you gonna have in like, with them? I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, oh fuck. Like, anyway. Well, so what's your what's your fuck now? <laughs> you didn't say it yet. My fuck no is <clears throat> so. Fuck, man. This is. I don't. Oh, I don't no. want to do this. Yeah, do it. Do it, dude. No one. I said Did no I, one listens, but actually people do listen to this. All right, so, <laughs> so. I went to, a, I forgot about this fuck no. I went to a bar a week ago. Yeah. On the, um, like the, oh shit, what's the, like the, I guess it's the western part of the belt line that's opening up yeah. just now. Like, and, um,. <laughs> The Sorry, West not the West Side. It's not the West not the West End. It's it's the that new section of the Beltline over there that goes by Golden Eagle, not Golden Eagle. Golden Eagle is the shit. But there's a restaurant that just opened over there that we went to, and the bartender was a complete and total dickhead, to the point to where I told him to eat shit. Shut up. Yeah. Which I don't do that. You know. What no, I, mean? I know. You know what I mean. That's I'm a nice not like guy. you. I'm a, I'm I get along with anyone pretty much. Hmm, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, sure. You're a yeah. nice guy. And- to your face yeah anyway i told dude to eat shit you said eat shit i said hey man because he was being a complete dick and then i went and sat down you remember with, that time we went to okay sorry so we went and sat down with, with the friends we were with and we hung out we had dinner he was being a dick before that and then we went and went and like, why was he being a dick what do you mean so we walk into the place right here's All the right, i'll here give you the full go. fucking yeah, rundown man, I need to we know. pull up in the Listeners parking lot we park yeah. the car i'm not gonna go that granular but then we go into the place right <laughs> and then we um we go into the place and then there's no direction on what to do like it's it's pretty damn like disjointed on where you're supposed to sit and we like tell them we want a table so they're like it'll be 30 minutes and i was like okay cool so there's like a little seating area so our friends all sit down there usually when you go to a restaurant you sit in the seating area there's not really a server attached to that you're just kind of there right right yeah so i go to the bar and i'm like hey i want a round of drinks for my friends and the guy said well it's not really cool that you're trying to sit there and order at the bar and i was like why and he was like because there's a server there and i was like i didn't know there was a server there no one told me that and he was like, well, yeah, you can't really squat on her territory and then, like, order at the bar. And I was That's like, what he said? I was like, you know what, man? Whatever. And then I walked away. And so, like, then we went and had dinner. Everything yeah. was cool. Cool. And was I was it cool. It was, it was okay. What Not was it called? that great. I don't want to say. On, hmm. on, What's on his air. name? I don't know his name. If I knew his name, I'd call him out by name. Yeah, but uh, So then when I walked out. Chad. When I walked out, I was like, we were walking out, and I was like, all right, just keep walking, Blake. And I like walk by and I look at the guy. He made eye contact and I like went to the bar and I was like, "Hey, man!" It was like real loud. And he's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And he got me close and I was like, "Eat shit, motherfucker!" And then like I just like walked out and I was like, "This," as I was walking out, I was dr- I was a little bit toasty. You were a little bit toasty, a son. Bit toasty. You were drunk. <laughs> a little bit. Toasty. Damn, if you're doing that shit, you were drunk, bud. <laughs> Listeners, pull it back in. Pull, tell Blake to pull it back in. He's- I should have pulled it back in that night. It was it was a little much, but he deserved it. This guy's a dick. 
I wish you would just spill the beans, man, and tell us where it's at, so that so our listeners don't go there. Mm. Right. Okay, no, 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 you don't have to, because I know so the restaurant no, is called no, because I know Sarah probably likes that place. <laughs> nah, she don't. Be, I don't give a fuck. The restaurant's called Wonder Kid. Okay, there you go. It's out there. Bartender's a dick. Okay, there you go, dude. Here's, I will. Here's the first I will thing. never go back there. Why are you talking bartender talk to a fucking patron? Why are you talking restaurant talk? Oh, there's a server over there that's yeah. No, to I get yeah. No, yeah, no. dude. I'm I'm just a fucking. I just. I'm just yeah. eating food, dude. You know, right. like, I'm why just, would you do I'm that? I'm just trying to hang anyway. out. It was, it was really super weird. You're eating me off on a tangent, too, dude. We're in I tangent just, land right now. I just, sorry, <laughs> I just outed a restaurant for, like, the first time, guys. I really don't like to do that. And Wonder maybe, Kid. I've never even heard of we'll that give place. An, we'll, like, give them another shot. Maybe don't go to the was bar. Was the food good? Food was okay. Decent. What kind of food was it? it it's, it's, like, diner food. Uh, so, I'll give that place my fuck no, because they pissed me off. But I will say... An upvote that's in the same Holy realm. Shit, dude. Like I know you don't like Lloyd's, but Lloyd, it's like a, it was like a fancy. I didn't, say I didn't like it. It was like a fancier Lloyd's. I didn't say I didn't like Lloyd's. But I like Lloyd's better. The food's. I better. like the bartender. I like all the people that work there. They're all nice as shit. The bartender's cool. As fuck. I just think it's a fake seventies vibe. That's the only thing I said about it. Yeah, guys, if you're in Atlanta, check out Lloyd's. It's actually pretty cool, but. I think they do the. I mean, obviously, it's not the seventies, so it's gonna be a fake seventies. Oh, I know, I know, dude. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like. But they did a good job but what, recreating. Like, if you were to go back in the '70s and you went to a restaurant, I would rather go to a Lloyd's than I would rather go to this place because it kind of seemed like the same kind of. Well, I told you about the place that we should have went to before it closed. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Um, trucker bar thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was real '70s, like legit. Was from like the guys. If you got, if y'all know of another trucker bar that's like that in Atlanta. Let us know. Yeah. So, um, that's Blake. Okay, what's your upvote? Uh. <laughs> Damn, dude. Wonder Kid. Dude, Wonder Kid, y'all are going to have some problems. Oh, fuck no, dude. <laughs> dude, I can't believe you If did I see that. your bartender on the street, dude, I'm kicking his, his ass in the nuts. Hell yeah, dude. I like that. That's funny. If I even remember what he looked like, probably not. But actually, you know what's funny is like. When my... he talks, you'll know. Oh, yeah, I'll know. If he talked, you know. Yeah. But you know what's funny? Like when I came out to the parking lot, my I had a flat tire. Like karma. he probably he probably stabbed your tire. No, I didn't have time. It was karma. It was like totally karma for sure. Oh shut up, dude! It, so it really stupid. it really was. So it really was. He was a dickhead to you first. His yeah, car should have got he deserved a flat it. tire. If I'd known his which car it was, I would have like shit on his hood or something. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, guys, we're Anyways. pulling it back. <laughs> Blake, Blake's over. Reeling okay. it back in. Blake's okay. Blake's I went okay, a little guys. crazy thinking about that again. Um, so what's your upvote? It was a hell of a week last week. Um, my upvote. I'm going to give Lloyd's my upvote. Okay, cool. What was that guy's name that was the bartender? Rick Dacey. Rick Dacey? He don't work there anymore, though. But I heard he works at... Um, what? He's yeah. cool as shit, He is man. cool as shit. The, um, I heard from another bartender that he works at Ponce Market now at... The bar upstairs, Mercury. No, that's not there. Mercury anymore. closed down. Damn it! Um, I can't remember the name of it. That's like the coolest bar in the world. Is a Mercury. Mercury. I it thought was. it was pretty sweet. It yeah. was. It has that space theme to it. Um. Okay. We've we've gone off the deep end. Blake, you're gonna be mad at me. Why? Cause I have to pee. Oh, Rick. It's guys. It's my upvote and fuck no time. 
But Rick has Rick, to think. Rick, dude, you have to pee during your upvote and fuck. Listen, I just ranted for like listen, ever. I know that's why, because you were getting me so excited, and then my bladder was uh, like, "All right, give me one second, guys. I'll be right back." Blake, can you talk about the dish? Yeah, I'll give you guys a rundown about what I'm what I'm doing here. So, I um, aside from the rice, which I covered, the way this dish started its life, which I didn't really dive into that part of it. This is kind of like a two-parter. Uh, on the dish the way this started life was I took the the beef that I had talked about earlier the beef tips um, Sometimes called stew meat if you're in your local like meat section of your um, your grocer for me, I use Publix um, So I got like a basically a, like a pound and a half of stew meat um, What you want to do is you want to take that stew meat you want to take it out of the package and I'll take usually some paper towels and dry the stew meat off in uh, paper towels so you want it to be like completely dry um, and that's kind of like that's an old school that's something old school I learned from Julia Child so like you want that shit to be like totally dry or else it won't brown so I dried it off and then I put it in a bowl and I took some salt hit it with some salt and pepper um, and then I hit it with some all-purpose flour and then from there I took some butter in my Le Creuset and melted the butter down and then um, once the butter got nice and hot I added actually a little bit of oil it's another trick I learned from Mountain Brown um, once your butter gets up to temp you can add some oil to it to keep it from burning um, so I did that then I added my meat into it uh, the meat mixture with the flour and salt and pepper and then I browned the meat um, you want to do this on like a five to six so it's like semi-high it's like you're browning the meat but you want to cook it through, so it's going to be a quick, like browning process. So uh, I did that on like all four sides, brown the meat, stirred it around a little bit. While I'm doing this whole thing, I'm also making what I call, and what other people call, onion gravy. Ricky ever made an onion gravy before? Nope. Are you back from the, from the restaurant? Yeah, I, I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you. Oh, I'm back, guys. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. You were talking. So good. I made an onion gravy. What? No, you're good. Okay. Um, I made an onion gravy in the cast iron that Rick got me, uh, the the BSR cast iron. And um, basically what an onion gravy is, is just onions sautéed in butter. You sauté them down, and then you take some all-purpose flour. I do two tablespoons in there with one onion. And then once it cooks down and browns on, like, all sides, I cook it longer than most people do. Like, most people cook onions down until they're translucent. In my opinion, that's not long enough. So I keep cooking them down to get that brown on them, to get that good flavor in there. And then I put the all-purpose flour in, about two tablespoons, and then stir it, let it cook, um, let it all incorporate. And then from there, I'll take some like beef stock or chicken stock and I'll pour it in and mix it all up and make gravy out of it. Um, I basically took that and incorporated that, incorporated that into my beef mixture and then I added some red wine added some soy sauce, add some Worcestershire, and just a pinch of salt. Cause all that, all the Worcestershire and the soy sauce is gonna make it really salty already. So I didn't want it to be a salt bomb. So I just kind of um, lightly salted this. That's in contrary to what I normally do. I normally use a bunch of salt, um, but you gotta be Cognizant of how much salt you're doing in something like when you're using soy sauce or Worcestershire because it already has an ass ton of salt and in Blake it. Blake always says, 
always err on the side of more salt than less salt. Yep. So, right? Yep. yep. So if I'm saying what I'm saying right now, that lets you know that you should be careful with the fucking salt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's where we're at. That's how we got to where we're at right now. Um, I'm just finishing up the rice, and then this dish will basically be ready to serve. Um, so if Rick's you look, back. <laughs> yeah, Rick's back. If you look in the beef tips, um, I cooked this. This has been cooking for about an hour and a half. I, after I incorporated everything together, um, I like to put it on low and just let it simmer in the lecrose or whatever pot you got. Just use what you got. Um, Bullshit that's been cooking for an hour and a half. Dude, 530? Well, it's been simmering for about an hour and a half. It's been cooking for three, three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is this is one you can kind of like once you, once you get everything in there, you can kind of just forget about it. But um, right now, it's like the consistency of it looks like gravy, like dark gravy. If you look in the in the pan right now, in the pot, if you will. So. Okay. I just gave a deep dive on my dish. So. Damn, dude. It's too early for that. I'm just kidding. Too early for that? We had to go take um, So, my ketchups. Are we doing this the right way? I like it. Okay. We're fine. We're good. So, my ketchups. What have I done? How long has it been? Hmm. A week and a half. A week and a half. So, my upvote thing is homegrown. Which okay. everyone knows, Atlanta staple homegrown. Mm-hmm. It's like a... It's a breakfast place, right? It's a brunch place. But man, they're damn dude. Let me tell you something, guys. What's it called? The uh, comfy chicken biscuit? The chicken biscuit? That shit's good as hell. Guys, I've had a lot of chicken biscuits. <laughs> I've had a lot of biscuits and gravy. That thing was like the best thing I've ever had, dude. Like hands really? down. Okay. Hands down. But that's what I need to do next is a chicken biscuit mm-hmm. with gravy. So, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, <clears throat> that's my upvote, too. That's everything. Yeah. That's my... That part of town is actually where I was talking about that place is at. Oh, is it over there? Yeah. Because that's over there by um, Machacho. That's off of Memorial, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on Memorial. It's on Memorial. Yeah. So, Going I, into, that's on uh, Memorial... And uh, yeah, Machacho and Golden Eagle are on Memorial right there. That's where like all. Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the coffee shop plus the bar next door, right? Yep, yep. Coffee shop, bar, taco joint. That place is awesome too. I'll give that as my upvote since I think I may have already done Lloyd's last week as my upvote. I don't. We we can't remember. So guys, uh, hopefully you like the new intro. That's gonna happen. It's gonna be seamless, but to us. You know, we're recording this first. Um, what have I done, dude? What have I done? So I've been going to CrossFit lately, guys. Oh, God. Ricky's got all, the socks and you shit. You can all talk crap about it. Talk shit, whatever. And uh, that's fine. But you got to stay healthy somehow, and we're getting older, so that's kind of my thing. So a uh, shout-out to, or a upvote is... Uh, East Decatur CrossFit, where I go. Um, I'm still in the kind of introduction classes, so I'm not like really keeping with the diet yet. Baby stages? mm Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So, I'm sore as shit, guys. Uh, You flipping tires yet? No. You flipping tractor tires yet? 
No, doing a lot of deadlifts, doing a lot of uh, trying to learn that whole pull-up crap thing. But pull I like strict pull-ups, so I don't know. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, pretty good place, though. Uh, if you guys are looking, what's for the name it, of it? It's a. Uh, it's called Movement Fitness. But where is that? It's a. Uh, it's on Laredo Drive, uh, towards Decatur. Yep. And uh, it's right across the street, basically, from the farmer's market. Okay. The Cab County nice. Farmer's Market, which oh, yeah. is a brilliant place. We've talked about it before. Uh, you guys should go there uh, if you live in Atlanta, obviously. Uh, it's a great place to shop and pretty much get anything, uh, worldly or whatever. Um, <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> I'm just thinking of what you get there that's anything. Like drugs? Do you get... I'm sure you can get drugs. Nice. Mm. my fuck no for this week okay i don't know what i've done uh i went i worked this weekend at the other job uh basically me and blake have actually really been trying to make this better uh this podcast so we've kind of been talking back and forth a lot so uh hopefully you guys like like what we're doing and uh you know tell your friends about it definitely yeah. Um, tell your mom, tell your dad, yeah, tell your grandma, tell whoever. If they're into cooking and they're into cocktails, then they're in they're into conspiracies. If it's your grandma, she this is probably not even conspiracies to her. This is probably just reality. Reality. It's probably what she just remembers. You know, mm-hmm. it's like she's probably like, "Damn, dude, JFK was killed by the CIA." I'm okay, sure. we're not gonna go down that yet. <laughs> we haven't done a JFK episode yet, so um, I'll be chill about that. <clears throat> But as far as what I've been doing, that's it. I'm just working. So, guys, it's just like all of you. Uh, the grind. Everyone gets down. So, we're getting down, too. Uh, some things I want to mention, though. Listen to hip-hop. You say Run the Jewels? Run the Jewels. ELP. Cage. The Weatherman. Mm. I've been listening to them lately. It gives you hyped. I don't know why. You feel hyped? I mean, I did earlier. Now I'm mm-hmm. kind of tired. Um, but <laughs> the Weatherman's a cool hip hop group, guys. So that's another upvote. Listen to it. It's kind. Of, don't listen to the fucking. Don't worry about the politics of it. Just listen to it for you know. Yeah, music. I mean, music and politics is tough, man. Because it's like I get you want to have a platform, but like. I like the music. I don't care what the politics are. I don't give a shit. If the music's good. That's the same way I feel. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, sorry, listeners. Um, right I could or care left, less about the politics. Right or left, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's kind of a thing I've been doing. Uh, what else did I have? Uh, what was my fuck no? I was about to say it. Damn it. Blake, you made me forget. Uh, getting your house broken into? Oh, yeah. That. So... Guys, <clears throat> my house got broken into on a Sunday. If you did it, fuck you. Uh, in the middle of the day, while my wife was grocery shopping, Damn. took seven minutes. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about guns, but we're a gun family. Blake's a gun family, regardless of politics. I know how he is. Uh, not in a derogatory sense, but... Uh, it's important to 
to definitely don't get bogged down with this false sense of security. You know, um, I'm not trying to scare anyone, but you know, we we kind of I kind of rolled with this false sense of security for years now, and obviously, if someone can break into your house in the middle of the day, steal a gun. Steal some other stuff. Still, you know, I'm using a guys. If the sound quality is bad on my mic, is because I'm using a Paladu because I had to borrow it from Blake because I have to order a new uh, Rode mic. And uh, you know, just just be mindful of uh, what you have around you, I guess. And yeah, get a gun safe, guys. You yeah, if you're into gun, guns, get a gun safe. Get a gun safe. Protect your shit. Uh, just protect your family, man. And uh, my fuck no, though, for the week is Ackerman Security Systems. <laughs> uh, this is great. Yeah, I'm just going to say it, I love that we're calling motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm just going to say it, dude. I'm just going to say it, guys. Uh, if you're going to come to a house and try to sell someone a security system or anything, don't lie to them. Just be honest. Be upfront. Hey, it's going to cost this much. Because money's money, it doesn't grow on trees, but... If you come up front and we know the cost, we'll probably pay for it. So my wife, uh, Shelby, had to basically not kick out a technician for Ackerman, but uh, the sales guy and him got in a fight on the phone. So professionalism, guys. If you're in a business, be professional about it. You know, don't... Don't spill your beans in public because it doesn't look good for the uh, customer, so to speak. Always mind your ABCs. Dude. Yeah. Always be cool. Yeah. So uh, the technician guy was great. Question but, for you. I don't mean to interrupt. Okay. Does your next, does your next uh, rum drink involve lime? It can. Okay. Blake's on his next drink. So um, that's my fuck no. In my vote, I've already given it. But uh, yeah, man, just, you know. Be mindful of what, what the fuck's going on, I guess, in life. And uh, I know that's kind of a serious statement, but, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's, it's don't don't think just because you live in a nice neighborhood that there's not shitheads that live right next door. Yeah. Because it's true. They might not even be from that neighborhood. They might have just come in and targeted you because you're in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. So, also. I mean, be careful. Uh, I live in a shitty neighborhood, so I'm already mindful. So, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I mean, say it. it's much easier in this place because listeners, you guys don't see this, but like I have one door into my place. It's one. It's big fucking steel door. The other side of my place is three stories up, so there's nobody getting to this motherfucker unless they kick that fucking door in. They're probably not going to because that door is beefy. Old schoolhouse door. Anyways. Well, also, you know, Blake lives in a uh, apartment. Yeah. A, a loft, I it's, say. It's pretty much apartment. Yeah, so I might say move to an apartment, but my thing is, is just man, it, I take a, a step back in retrospect and just think of things I've been talking about doing and things I should have done, and it all brings it kind of into fruition. Is like you have to be, you have to be safe. You have to. I don't know, think about your family and care about your family more than, hey, I'm not feeling good today or, hey, I'm feeling a little bit lazy. You know, 
you know, be proactive in, in your security for your home. So that's my thing. You know, uh, I should have been better about it, guys. Hopefully y'all will actually take heed in this and, you know, think about it, man. Think about it. Think about how easy it is for someone to go into your backyard, like happened to us, break into the back door with a crowbar, all right, and get into your home. Because no one wants that shit. Uh, go into your bedroom, right? Rifle through some shit. I keep a pistol right next to the bed. It was easy find. So, just think about it, guys. You know, but that's my votes and fuck knows. That's my cat's ups. That's our cat's ups, guys. Blake's pouring out the dish right now. And we're going to start talking about this topic. So, tonight, guys, we're talking about the men in black. We brought it up last episode, I think. We did. And we brought it up. I think we brought it up multiple times. We brought it up because Slender Man bears such an uncanny resemblance to what the traditional men in black have been described to look like. Um, So that's kind of what we, how we, listening back to our last episode, that's kind of how we got on the subject. Um, But basically, this men in black encounter, right? I don't want to go ahead and intro this yet, but um. well, first let me let me interrupt one second. So, like I said, we're gonna be uh, I'm gonna be bartender for Blake. So Blake gave me back a glass of ice that hasn't really been melted because he drank it so quick. Um, so <laughs> what you want to do is you want to cut another half a lime. Uh, this one is gonna be called the Hot Cuba Libre. Mm. Uh, you're gonna. Caliente. Caliente, yeah, muy caliente. Uh, spray a little bit more lime juice in there just to give them a little flavor. Uh, same same proportion uh, for this one. Uh, we're gonna go with the dark rum again. We're gonna do a, uh, a two two shotter, or do you want a one shotter, Blake? Uh, one and a half. I'll do it to you. All right, cool. doesn't matter. You're gonna drink four of these by the time we get done. I hope because that's what I plan for. Mm. Uh, so do a two shotter uh, of the uh, <coughs> of the dark rum. In uh, again, you know, garnish is garnish, whatever. Who cares? But just because it kind of looks better, cut you another lime wedge or a lime circle. What the fuck do we call that? Lime round. Lime round. Off of your lime. Once you spray it in there, cut you another little slice off, get you a lime round, pour in the Bacardi Gold or whatever fucking rum you prefer. I mean, here's what I'm gonna say Bacardi, that's a famous name, $5, right? For a half pint. That's pretty fucking reasonable. So, we're still gonna go with the Mexican Coke as the topper. And you can maybe hear the bubbles. Oh, please. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So you're going to do that. You're going to put your little lime round on the side. I know this one kind of turned out a little bit different, kind of shitty. Uh, here's the deal with this one. So it's a hot Cuba Libre. So you're going to have some hot sauce. So we got the Mississippi Red Hot Sauce. Blake, what, what's, up, what's up with this Mississippi Red Hot Sauce, bud? I got that at, um, actually at, um, I think it was Taste of Atlanta. They had 
Mississippi had uh, Mississippi Tourism Board had a um, like a cooking class where they were giving out those hot sauces. Pretty good. That's where I got it. That's the history, the backstory on it. So you're gonna put that hot sauce in there, guys. You're gonna want to mix it up a little bit. Let's be honest. You don't want to get a fucking whole mouthful of hot sauce uh, right off the bat. But that's how you're gonna do it. Whatever hot sauce you guys like. If it's uh, Texas Pete, if it's whatever, who gives a shit? Blake, there you go, bud. Hell yeah. And I'll cheers you on that one too. Cheers, my dude. Cheers. So that is gonna be the hot Cuba Libre. Tell me what you think. Smells good. Okay, it's tasty. It's got a little bit of burn to it in a good way. Cool. I like it. So that's the next. Hopefully, we'll get through. Uh, hopefully, we'll get through these four <laughs> variations of the drink. Men in Black, dude. <clears throat> Tell me about yeah. it, Blake. Why? Why is this important for people to know about? Men in Black. So this topic is so important that. A movie was made about it, <clears throat> obviously. Anyone that's listening to this right now has heard about the movie. Um, it's it's pretty embedded in like the UFO lore. Um, so like it, it's very much a part of like the whole, like you, what do you think about that, Rick? Sorry, I'll, sorry, sorry listeners, Listener. but Rick just tasted that for the first time. Man, that's delicious. You like it? That's, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Is it meat cooked? Oh yeah, yeah, like that. Whatever you said for them to do, do that because that is fucking awesome. Hell yeah! <clears throat> all right, carry on. Sorry. All right. So, so where this whole thing all started was uh, Albert, a man called Albert K. Bender, um, was uh, doing a bit of UFO research. He was actually really big in the UFO research realm and um, had done a lot of research on UFOs and was basically by his accounts um getting really close to breaking the mystery of ufos wide open um and then at that point um he basically on like on on the verge of like breaking in his own words breaking the ufo mystery apart because at this point in in time like everyone in the u.s was like super amped on ufos um if you can believe it there was a point in history where people were like more amped on UFOs than they are now. Cause it feels like right now we're like at a, we're at a level of like the, I've never seen in my entire life of like people being into like paranormal shit, you know, wouldn't you say uh-huh. I mean, we are talking about, it. we've got a whole podcast about it. This was like, I think forties or fifties ish. Yep. Um, but this gentleman, uh, basically says that, he was visited by two individuals that looked a hell of a lot like Slender Man without the fucking tentacles. So this is kind of what all prompted this whole like Slender Man discussion. But basically these two gentlemen like came to his house and his account of it was that um, they told him telepathically. So this was all this whole conversation that he's having that he's describing here is basically all without words. Um, these two gentlemen come to his house, they're wearing top hats, a suit, a full suit, like a black suit, um, but with the top hat and like tie, their features are interesting. Like they have dark eyes, like almost black, um, their lips 
appear to be cut from their face and their their actual like the actual lip part of their face looks from what he described looked it appeared to be drawn on like they were faking to be human right yeah that they were pretending to be a human not that they were an actual human um but they basically said that they were aliens like the gist of it said that we're aliens we've been on this planet for a while we've been studying your species um and keep also keep in mind he's saying this is all happening telepathically which sounds kind of batshit but it also sounds kind of consistent with what people describe whenever they have an alien or extraterrestrial encounter um is that they're communicating with them they don't hear what they're saying but they necessarily they don't necessarily hear what they're saying but they know what they're saying um, because they can hear it in their mind um or feel it so these guys basically tell them that they'll be back and they're going to give him uh a coin as a proof that they were there and that um they basically um know what he's up to and they're just they, they know that he's basically woke on the whole ufo shit and they're part of it in the fact that they are extraterrestrials so that's what, the start what of was it. his name again um albert k bender Yep. So this is like kind of the first instance. This is kind of where the whole Men in Black thing originated from. So the Men in Black are these guys that basically look like government. They they present themselves as government employee type looking guys. But by his account, they are extraterrestrials trying to make themselves look like humans. Okay. So... That's kind of like where this whole Men in Black thing started. And how do you feel about that? Um, man, listening to the interview, because there's like an interview with him and um, someone else, like it, it all sounds a little bit bullshitty. And okay. I'm not like super easy on the like bullshit. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not jumping right in to call things bullshit most of the time. Mm-hmm. But this kind of sounded like that. Um, but it's intriguing the way he described it because the the weird thing is like. First so off, let me interrupt for a second. Okay. If go you don't mind. No, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so, Albert K. Vendor. Mm-hmm. All right. He founded the International Flying Saucer Bureau. Yep. Do you think? So this was in 1952. So when you said 1940s, 50s, that's pretty accurate, right? Yep. So do you think that he kind of started this rumor just to build, you know, some relevance to his society that he's trying to start? Maybe, possibly. Um, yeah, I, I think that that is a distinct possibility. I think that that's exactly what I thought whenever I read that about him as mm-hmm. well. Because this is kind of like... It also kind of ties into why they would even be visiting him at all. Right. I'm like, well, why would yeah. they give a fuck? Why are you important? Yeah. yeah. It, it is because he had this research shit that he was, like, he was looking into this heavily. So they yeah. visited him specifically because he was doing this. Um, I will say the, the thing, the only thing that, like, makes this interesting to me is because, like, it's, like, the first real account that i can think of that like someone would describe something of that nature like like today like tomorrow if someone said i saw a slender man 
or like a slender man like character in my house you'd be like oh well shit we've seen a hundred movies or read a million books or seen a million stories on things like that so you could you could basically like develop that out of your mind like pretty easily but at that point i had never seen or heard of an account of that from that time period so i think his was kind of like one of the first ones so you gotta kind of weigh that on everything else is that he was kind of like the at the forefront of that type of character seeing that type of character which i'll call cryptid okay because they're not really they're not human but they're not confirmed alien would they be more like a humanoid though because they are kind of like the shape of a human that's a good point so they said they were stranded on Earth, according to him. So at that point, if you're an unidentified species on Earth, I think you fall into the cryptic category. Okay. Dude, that's cool. Dude, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to classify it. So we've, we've had that argument, you know, or not argument, but we talked about it in the Slenderman thing. Yeah. You know, is it a, <clears throat> is slender- it a cryptid? Is it right. a humanoid thing? Mm-hmm. You know, so I could see that. I could see that, you know. Possibly, or 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 could it just be under the umbrella of alien? You know, what I mean, like yeah, we're chasing new territory because anything could be alien. Because if it's not known of yeah. this planet, it's alien. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of leaves it open, you know. I mean, yeah. as far as like disti- distinguish distinguishing, how do you say that word? Mm-hmm. Distin- Did I say that right? Distinguishing. You distinguishing. nailed it. Oh god, this is spicy. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what was I gonna say? My biggest thing is like, uh, so for this guy, for instance, uh, what was it called? What was that book called? Uh, damn. Project Blue Book. No. Listeners, sorry guys, I can't remember. Which which book? Uh, fuck. It was written like right around the turn of the century. It was uh, I can't remember the fucking name of the book. Turn of the twentieth century. Yeah. Was it about? It was about aliens. It was about flying saucers. Um. Written by a person. Fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, quasi-fiction, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Shit, listeners are probably freaking out right now. Yeah, I know. They're yelling at us. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, so... Orson Welles, isn't it? Was it War of the Worlds? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that written around that same time? I think so. I don't know. Look that shit up. Okay. I don't know. Let, I don't let, know. Listeners, let me look this up real quick, because... Yeah. I think we're in the same... Thingy... Same area? Yeah. For Orson Welles. Um, bibliography. Dude, this is so easy, man. This fucking Wikipedia, guys. So, if you guys... <laughs> dude, I'm going to be honest, guys. If y'all uh, do research on Wikipedia, pay for it. I paid for us this last year. It was like 10 bucks or Are whatever. You really? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, because I used to make up stuff on Wikipedia back in college. 
<clears throat> back when it first started, or it was probably after college, but it was probably around the same time. And uh, now it's like, whatever. Uh, so, let's see. He did Citizen Kane. Maybe it's not Orson Welles. Maybe it's uh, someone else. I thought it was Orson Welles. Fuck, Blake. Mm. We're supposed to know this. Yeah, we should know. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't no, know. No, it fine. doesn't. It doesn't. I guess I'll just say that whoever like, that fucking writer is that came up with the War of the Worlds. Oh, I could look up. People were people were basically by. like UFO obsessed at this time period, and to the points where like the government had to like issue like a legitimate statement about it, and like do a report on it. Which I mean, well, they're doing that shit now. Who knows how... Oh, the War of the Worlds. Okay, good. Yeah, so 1898. Okay, right. so about this time period. Well, 50 years it. later. Yeah. 40. Something, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So, still... That's in the in the zeitgeist, so to speak, of what was... Area. Yeah, yeah. Of reality for their time frame. Mm -hmm. So, they're trying to... I don't... I don't think I believe that Albert K. Bender actually saw a Men in Black. Yeah, his. Um, I hate to say it like that. I don't that, know, man. His, his account is is interesting. He, I mean, he he. It wasn't like a sighting. It was like they came into his house and shit. They came twice. Mm. So, twice is tough. Twice is tough, but he's also he also could be just out of his fucking mind. Like I would. Yeah, but out of his mind in, in the 50s, dude. Yeah, this motherfucker lived till he was fucking 94. Did he really? Yeah. He died in mm. 2016. Damn. So, born in 1921, man. I mean... He was an old motherfucker. Yeah, he probably wasn't out of his mind at that point. <laughs> yeah, he's only 30. He was our age. Yeah. He was our age when he was, he was doing this shit. If you're going to be schizophrenic, you're going to know that by your early 20s? Well, like now. Late teens? Now. Right? Wait, what? But now, now you would. But Back you then, would. you probably wouldn't know. That's true. They probably wouldn't diagnose you. They'd probably just be like, this guy is bad shit. Um, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, no, you're saying. good. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to reason this whole thing. Like, it's, so it's anyway, interesting. So he said he was the first account of the uh, mm -hmm. Men in Black, right? Yeah. Did he call them the Men in Black? Uh, I don't know who coined the phrase. I'm assuming it was him in some book that he wrote or something similar to that. But I'll say that, um, I just took a bite. Damn. Oh man, that's good, man. That's good. A lot of people's opinions on the whole men in black thing, like, cause it's been discussed a lot in the UFO community, but like a lot of people's opinions are that the men in black movies were put out as kind of like a distraction from that whole men in black thing. Um, which that's what I brought up last time. Yeah, yeah, um, which is weird because the movie Minute, the Men in Black, has like is like not even like related to the what the account of the stories are, because like well, the, because they're American or they're they're humans. Yeah, yeah. So like in the story of the Men in Black, the movie like the Men in Black for everyone that's seen it and for you guys that haven't seen it, what the fuck? Your problem. Go They've watch all it. seen it, dude. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen um, that. The the ba they're basically like cops. They're like space cops. Basically, they're like alien cops. Right. Space force. They're like space force. 
they are humans that are looking for aliens. But like this, uh, the original account of the Men in Black was like they were aliens. Yeah. Like the Men in Black yeah, were yeah. aliens. Yeah. Like they in no in no way has it ever been portrayed that they were humans looking f- to regulate regulate alien, alien activity, activity yeah. or like put a or basically like cover up the fact that this guy was researching UFOs. They were aliens letting this guy know that they knew what he was up to and that they were basically I don't know, it was almost like a secret handshake type of thing. It was like we're aliens, you're studying aliens, what's up type of thing mm-hmm. is what I took from it. So the whole MIB Men in Black movie shit just seems like it could be a distraction. That's kind of what people have said is it's a distraction from the actual story. So I don't know how like how many people have seen Men in Black since then. I know that there are a couple of recent instances of what could be Men in Black captured on like CCTV. Um, are you gonna go? Yeah, okay. So basically, like I think this was in Canada, but like there's a, um, a a more recent like instance of this whole thing, this whole Men in Black encounter. Um, and it happened in a hotel, and it was so noteworthy that people in the hotel like thought to actually go back and pull the footage because they were like, "Damn, that was really weird. We should go back and look." So basically, two guys walk into a a hotel. They fit the description exactly of like what. Um, Mr. Bender had described as the men in black. So I don't think anyone at the hotel had really thought about the whole men in black thing when they, um, when they look, went back to look at the footage, I think they were just completely freaked out by the encounter, but basically two guys, uh, fitting the description that, um, Mr. Bender had described no, basically no like discernible facial features besides like a slit of a mouth and some dark eyes no eyebrows, um, no eyebrows or like drawn on eyebrows to make them look like humans. And then no eyelashes and, uh, no hair. Um, that's what people in the hotel had reported. And they thought it was creepy enough that the guys came in and asked, were asking a bunch of random questions about someone that was staying in the hotel. And then they just basically left. And then the, the people that were working there were so freaked out. They went and pulled the footage. Um, so Rick, that actually, there actually is footage of this whole thing. Yeah, I've seen it. Have you seen it? what do you think about it? Um, I saw it too. For me, I think it's weird. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, uh, there was a movie that was produced that was not about the men in black, but it was like. A government agency that can jump and shape shift and all that shit. I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's weird. I think it's, uh, wow, that's a big old ice cube. Um, we used to dress weird when we were kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But these people were not kids. They were grown adults. Maybe they didn't have a childhood, though. I don't know. I mean, yeah. there's explanations that people don't want to hear about you know that could be true i mean you know i mean as far as i know it's just a a ruse but the thing i was going to bring up 
Dude, you know what you forgot to do is a pull. Oh, fit. Take a pull off that thing, dude. Guys, Blake's doing the JB pull. Because I'm making him. <clears throat> he's not gonna. He's not gonna let you guys down. So, in 1947, Harold Dahl. Have you heard of him? Mm -mm. Claimed to have been warned not to talk about his alleged UFO sighting on Maury Island by a man in a dark suit. That was the actual first one. The U the UFOologist. Ufologist. Ufolo what the fuck? Uh, Albert K. Benner claimed he was visited by a man in black dark or, or dark suits who threatened and warned him not to continue investing in UFOs, which was later than Harold Dahl, which was actually the first one, not to correct Blake, mm -hmm. but no, it's cool. It's the one you don't ever hear about. Uh, so, and I saw the videos, and I firmly believe that our government makes movies to. I'm trying to think of the fucking word, Blake. It's like. Huh? Propaganda? No. Misinformation? It, no. It's like when they're trying to introduce a topic that you're not ready for. Mm. Mm. Listeners, if you know the word. What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? They're basically trying to prime us for the fact that aliens exist. Yeah. Yeah. I firmly believe that. I think that's what movies are made for. Especially some of these science... Or... Uh, not scientific, but uh, extraterrestrial type shit is just, they already know about it and they're just trying to, you know, help us eventually uh, accept it. Except the fact that, like, they'll be part of our world. Yeah. And, like, part eventually. of our government and yeah. shit. Yeah. So. That's possible. I don't know, man. The Men in Black thing, like, I. Like I said, I mean, I saw the video. I mean, I think uh, the video is pretty convincing. They look fucking weird as shit. Yeah, it looks super I weird. I was trying to make a joke about us dressing weird, but mm -hmm. like, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's pretty legit, you know? And uh, yeah, listeners, go check the video out and let us know what you think about it. Yeah. Because. But, also, the Men in Black movie crap, like you were saying, is horseshit. Oh, yeah. Because if a Men in Black thing, alien, it's an alien, right? Mm hmm That came here and is working for our government, I think, or working, I don't know, man. They're trying to, they're trying to become one of us. Yeah. That's kind of what and they... And they're trying to keep it a secret... From all of us. That's yeah. why they're going to visit these people who see UFOs. And they're like, hey, man. I know I don't say that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, hey, uh, mm -hmm. you didn't see shit. And don't talk about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what the fucking... That's what our government does now. That's what right. every government does. It doesn't matter if it's the United States of America. It doesn't matter if it's Europe. It doesn't matter shit. If you see something fucked up, someone's going to try to silence you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, if there's enough, if there's enough reason to cover it up, they'll cover it up. Yeah, they're gonna cover it up. Yeah. So, <clears throat> at this point, I just don't know. I think there's, at this point, 
I guess my synopsis of this whole thing is like there's two there's too many sightings of UFOs and there's too many instances of people saying things like this and seeing shit like this and like it's too consistent to the point where like something is definitely going on that like I think everyone I think most people in in this country would agree that like the UFO phenomena has like some basis in reality you know what I mean like and in and, and I in my opinion I think that it's silly to think that there's not like that's not possible you know what I mean whether you think it happened or whether we can prove it I think like arguing the possibility of it is kind of silly cuz it's there it's definitely possible like if they've we, already proven it how so they had the navy fire pilots videos oh yeah yeah those are pretty those pretty intense yeah i saw those those are pretty cool so as far as ufo's go i mean that's real yeah it just doesn't prove what i what mean where where their origin is yeah it doesn't, it doesn't, prove, it doesn't prove their origin that could be I'm, another country's it could be i mean advanced technology yeah it could be who knows but, I mean, it's still a UFO. It's still a UFO. UFO is a UFO. Um, yeah, it's intense. I mean, like, the fact that, we've been, that like, people have been reporting those types of things for, like, I guess, arguably thousands of years, if you want to even consider, like, cave paintings and shit like that that we've found of, like, what looks like UFOs. Um, man, I, I don't know. It's I mean, tough. this isn't a UFO episode, but... It kind of is. I mean, it, it all kind of ties back to the whole UFO thing. Well, how do you feel about that? UFOs. Um, well, I mean, I feel... I'm saying like let's say let's say okay, let's do time frame. Yeah. So prehistory. Mm-hmm. All right, we're talking cave paintings. We're talking yep. Whatever. The Egyptians and shit. Yeah, yeah. they had them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's logical? Do you think that's realistic? Do you think that's? Yeah, you know I, I mean, think, like, because okay, I think if, if, we're do, if we're gonna do this, Blake, let's. Listeners, so perfect triangles mm-hmm. in the sands of Egypt, mm-hmm. perfect stones cut out in South America, right? Uh, heads of shit in the Galapagos or wherever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not gonna do that fucking shit, listeners. So everyone knows what I'm talking about. So Do you think UFOs have helped society move along? I mean, why all of a sudden? Because now we have this, uh, I mean, what kind of society would you call this uh, uh, information first society? You know, because we can get information like I'm Super doing. Super rapidly. Yeah, yeah. rapidly. I, think, I mean, do you think it's slowed down because of that? Or do you think... I, I think there's probably one of... I'm in like the camp of there's two there's two explana- one of two explanations for the advancements we've made in our modern society, right? I think that humans are extremely smart as a species, but they're also extremely dumb and extremely violent as a species as well. I think that it's very possible that we received help from an extraterrestrial group of people to build things like the pyramid or like even like the Nazis during World War II. Like, because arguably they had a lot of technology that seemed extraterrestrial-esque at that point in history. Um, I think that it's possible that either A, every like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, say, put whatever number you want on it, 
uh, human civilization gets so advanced that it just destroys itself and then we start over so like i think maybe what you see with the egyptians is like the remnants of advanced society that got so advanced they killed everyone and that this society in the world as that time period knew it had to start over and i think that might be what we're like on the edge of right now because if you think about it we're just always like a fucking one fucking leader of a country away from a damn nuclear war you know what i mean and there's enough nukes to destroy the entire world easily several times over um so i think i think in another three or four thousand years people might be looking at our society being like hmm, look at those buildings look at those artifacts that are left over i wonder what happened with that society like and they would have no reference for it like if we if if we somehow developed emps to the point to where like every like every like major city was emp to the point to where like we lost all of our records digitally like no one would have any reference for how we got to where we're at you know what i mean and then whenever someone whenever the generation before us whatever's left forgot about what had happened before they just become people and then at some point they develop redevelop back into the point to where they have technology enough to start to study us they probably just wouldn't know anything about us really they're like i wonder why these people built these giant fucking high-rise buildings you know it's like they would just wonder like we wonder about the pyramids that's just my opinion i don't i don't know if which that's we've talked accurate. about but my yeah. thing is is like <clears throat> and listeners we're going in deep is uh I believe in that. I believe. I believe, not only. Okay, I'm not gonna say that because people will get pissed. But I believe that civilization is cyclic. Yeah, I do too. So there has been there there has been multiple uh, advanced societies on this earth. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. Uh, and guys, I wish I could give you the research right now, but I'm not. I'm not looking at it. And you guys know what to look at. Go on YouTube. Look at fucking uh, basically South America. Yeah, the Mayans, uh, China, the Egyptians, China. Uh, yeah, Egyptians. Look at all those stones cut perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. We couldn't even recreate. So like, in South America, they have stones that are cut perfectly with mm-hmm. one another. To build structures. Yep. We couldn't, as our human race now, mm-hmm. we couldn't even recreate those stones. We had to put like cinder blocks mm-hmm. to, to make sure it was, you know, structurally sound, you know, to keep, you know, mm-hmm. to keep people being able to see it and all that shit, you know, which is cool. But also, you know, why can't we just do that now? You know what I mean? Like, we're supposed yeah. to be this advanced society. I don't think we're that advanced. I think that what you're saying is true, and I know we're going off on topic, off topic in Men in Black because I think we both agree that it's probably mm. feasible. Yeah. But I think that some of the stuff we talked about earlier, you know, about uh, what's his name, Albert K. Benner, and all that shit. I think maybe it was kind of uh, trying to get you know uh, some talk about his 
program or his yeah, yeah. thing he was trying the to do. Yeah. yeah. So kind of think that, but I also think Men in Black's probably true. I, I, I honestly do. But as far as society is being created and destroyed, like, honestly, like, we can't even recreate the bullshit that they did before. I don't mm-hmm. mean to say bullshit, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we can't do it. We can't do it. We don't have the technology. Why don't we have the technology when I'm sitting on a computer, we're recording on phones, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listeners, hopefully me and Blake will come out with this movie, which I have like a, a whole script about in my mind mm. uh, for, for the same topic we're talking about, which I'll talk to him offline about, which okay. is uh, pretty funny. Is I think it's a pretty good idea. But anyway, so <clears throat> that's my thing, man. I, I, think, I think we've been destroyed many times. Yeah, as a human race, I think so too. I think it's also possible that the Men in Black could be a previous version of us. Right. Really think about that. It's just like time travelers. Yeah, like they're not really even time travelers. They they just been around for that long. I mean, I guess if you really think about it, like anything could be like even Bigfoot could be like a version of that. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's like. I mean, there's infinite possibilities. Like, this, the Earth is fucking big, man. And there's a lot of it uninhabited. The ocean? Well, that's my big... Unexplored. That's my big thing, man. Is like, people are like, oh, you know, uh, we're, we're... And guys, this is not political. But we're losing all the, the, the rainforest. I get it, dude. It's yeah. burning, all that shit. If you fly across America... Mm-hmm. Dude, there is shit that has not been touched ever. Oh, yeah. there's a And it's a lot. Shit. You yeah. drive down, you know, 85 in Georgia. Yeah. There's shit that has not been touched. If you drive to Alabama, there's like, there's places that probably... Which is insane. ...have never been seen by humans or touched. It's like, it's just... I mean, maybe there has. I, I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe I'm it's not trying to get off on that tangent. Yeah, maybe it's not as big I'm as... I'm not trying to go on tangent. But just there's a lot of uninhabited land. There's a, a lot of possibilities... There's people that we've discovered in the last 10 years that have never seen other humans. You know what I mean? Like we've... Yeah, obviously that's true. Obviously, we're, we're... That's true. If you, if, if you could think about like the fact that we're... The world is so big that we're discovering people that have never seen us and we've never seen them. Like, obviously, there's a lot of possibilities that we haven't really explored. And if you just think about raw surface area, like the surface of the earth is the most accessible part of it. If you think about the ocean, that's the least explored part of it. I think we've explored more of space than we've explored the ocean or some shit. I've heard that. We're not going to do that. I don't right want to get into that. But I'm just that. saying, like, the ocean has a lot of possibilities in it, too. But I don't know how the hell we got on this from Men in Black, but. Well, because we're, we're, we were kind of bored with Men in Black. Yeah. I think we, I think we both think it's real, but yeah. I think the instances that they're talking about are yeah. less real than, you know. It just seems so hokey. Yeah, the. I, I think you're trying. I think you're trying to find validity for your cause. Yeah. And, I mean, I hate that mm-hmm. personally. Like, I hate people trying to like fake stuff just to make stuff real. But. The, I will say the humanoid shape shifter shit is like. Pretty pretty like intriguing to me and like if this is like the if the men in black seems to be like the on like the front end of like the shape-shifting thing like that for me that's the 
that's what it looks like to me. It's like this whole reptilian shapeshifter movement. I mean, have you ever have you heard of reptilians? Yeah, we're not. Okay, yeah. it's a whole other topic in and of itself. But like shapeshifters, like like the Men in Black seem to me to be like an old school version of like what people call like a reptilian or like a shapeshifter. You know, like whether they're the same species or same whatever, I don't know. I can't really say, but like it does seem kind of like that. Like they're they're pretending to be human, basically. And who knows? Maybe they got better at it. Maybe that's why we don't see men in black anymore because they look just like us. Maybe you're a man in black. Maybe you're a man in black. Maybe my dogs are a man in black. Voldemort is all black, so he is definitely a man in black. If he's <laughs> all right, so if anybody is, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're done with this one, guys. Uh, right? Yeah, I think we're done. We killed it. Nailed it. Nailed it to the ground. Blake only drank two drinks, guys. I was trying to make four. He only drank two. Sorry, guys. Maybe next time. Yeah, I'll make you another one off there. All right. All right. Uh, so, <clears throat> in conclusion, uh, we're writing this like a college paper. Uh, we believe in black. We believe in other shit we just talked about. Uh, we're going to talk about, I think next time, whoa, should be aliens, species, different Ooh, alien species. So many different maybe we should ones. talk about that next thing. Okay. okay. So maybe we'll do that. And uh, Blake, I'm going to bring it back, dude. Shout outs. You're bringing back shout-outs, dude. dude? Oh, damn. Okay. All right. Well, damn. You caught me off guard there. I know. Uh, I'm going to shout-out to Rick Dacey. We already talked about him. Bartender that was at um, that was at Lloyd's. Um, I'm going to shout-out to um, Al- Albert K. Bender. Shout-out, yeah, bro. He's dead. You're barely dead. You died... Like four years four ago. Four years ago. Yeah, you're barely dead. You can still He's hear still me. Here, yeah. Most likely. I'm going to shout out to the uh, Men in Black. Um, shout out to Tommy Lee Jones. Shout out to Will Smith. Um, I'm going to shout out to. Um, I'm trying to remember who else was in that movie, but, um, but those are the two main ones. Uh, shout out to Jesse Walker. I'm going to shout out to Paul Willis, a.k.a. Doji. Doji. Doji, man. Shout out to the Juice Pod. Yeah. Juice Podcast. Shout out, guys. Shout out to Sarah Longsworth. That's my wife. Um, shout out to that bartender at, um, at fucking... Uh, damn, what's the name of that place? Wonder Kid. Doesn't matter. We'll oh, yeah, fuck Wonder you Kid. Up, kid. Yeah, shout out to the, to the <laughs> douchebag that bartends at Wonder Kid. Fuck you. You know who you are. That's all my shout outs. All right. So my shout outs. Uh, Hive of the Rising Sun. It's a the honey beehive. company in Alabama. Check it out. That's my buddy, Justin Ruff. He's doing good things. Uh, it helps your fucking Thanks sinus for your bees, Justin. and all that other shit. Whatever. Only if you're from what Alabama. Is it, allergy? Only allergy for, stuff. Only if it's local, honey. Yeah. So well, you, I mean. If you eat it here, you won't get shit. Don't talk shit about my, my body. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying. Yes, if you're from Alabama, if you're near his hive, which is, take his honey, and which you'll is be good. most of the people who listen are okay. from Alabama. All right. So go check it out. He has an Instagram. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's still delicious either way. Like whether you get the allergy properties or not, yeah, honey's delicious. Uh, 
Let me think, let me think, let me Plus, think. honey is essential, and bees are essential for pollinating our planet. You're right. Rotor wash brewing. Uh, that's my buddy, Eddie. When are we going to get some of his beer, and Eddie? Jason. Yeah, dude. He just had a kid. Uh, congratulations, oh, Eddie yeah. and Aaron. Good job, uh, man. Who else? Eric Dan, Brugge. Dan Taylor. Dan Taylor. Eric Brugge. I love you. You're getting a shout out this, this week because well, I'm bringing it back. Let's set up some... Uh, Dan Taylor. Also, my boy. And Blake's boy. Hell yeah. What's yeah. up, Dan? Uh, he's so over, how about some Travis Free? He's over in Belgium. Oh, dancing in Belgium? Yeah. Oh, or something. Lucky bastard. Somewhere over there. Uh, so have fun over there. Hit us up. Uh, yeah, Travis Free. Uh, Brent Hand. Brent uh, Hand. Joe Sanders. How's that logo coming, bro? Uh, Chris Johnson. Uh, Carson Cherry. Who else, man? That's about uh, uh, Orson uh, Welles. We hit Orson him up Wells. earlier in Shelby, this episode. Shelby, I love you so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully... We have a good one. What are you going to do? I bought her some flowers today. Today? Yeah. They're probably going to be dead by Valentine's Day. No, I bought her some flowers on Monday. I got them delivered today. That's fuck Valentine's Day, dude. Dude, fuck Valentine's Day. Fucking bullshit ass. I got to deliver just because I love her. Just because you want her coworkers to know what's up. No, dude. Fuck that, dude. That's why you did it. No. I would never do that, man. Uh, Okay. Shout out to Butterbean. Damn, bro. Shout out to Butterbean over there. You talk shit about me? That's my cat. Damn, dude. We're in a fight. All right, guys. Listeners. uh, Oh, Nick and Tyler Pollock. What's up, guys? Fuck y'all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I hope you all have a good week. Uh, We kind of bounced around a lot tonight. We're still trying to figure it out. We covered a lot of stuff. I think we're getting better. We're yeah, both I think, drunk I think right we got now. It. So. We got it. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I, I can see. Is there a Sailor right Jerry right there? Yeah. Damn. Well, I was making another drink. Anyway, that. guys, so have a good week, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening, and we'll talk to you next time.